Compassion in Action is ADRA Canada's theme for 2024. Hi, my name is Max, and I'm the producer of this show, ADRA Insider. ADRA, the Adventist Development and Relief Agency, is the humanitarian arm of the Seventh-day Adventist Church, and ADRA Canada is just one office in a global network that currently comprises 117 licensed country offices. Our widespread network allows us to respond quickly to crises wherever they happen with local, culturally competent staff. For just over 40 years now, ADRA has been managing emergencies and doing vital development work on behalf of the most vulnerable people in our world. Our guiding values are justice, compassion, and love, and our mission is to serve humanity so all may live as God intended. If that sounds like something you can get behind, then this podcast is a great place for you to keep up with all the work we are doing in Canada and around the world. If you'd like more information on how you can support our work, visit adra.ca. That's A-D-R-A dot C-A. Welcome to ADRA Insider, Season 7. Welcome to Season 7 of the Adra Insider Podcast. I am still undecided if we will run with that intro music every single time this season. We'll see. We're trying to standardize some things around here, but you know, we'll take it as it comes. I'm not fully embarrassed by my vocal performance in that. That is me singing in that one. If you were listening last season, you will be familiar with the whole theme song thing and the story behind that. And if you're not familiar, go back and... Uh, Check out some of the last episodes uh, from like the last end of 2023. Again, we're trying to figure out how exactly we want to present this, but we appreciate you sticking around with us as we take those steps and as we come into this new year. And that being said, 2024 is upon us. And with the new year comes a new theme. If you were tracking with our agency through 2023, we were running with the year of justice and the theme of creating a just world. For 2024, our theme is compassion in action. You'll notice, of course, that all of this is riffing on our threefold values, our motto, justice, compassion, and love. We are trying to, you know, be cycling through these virtues as a sort of thematic lens for each year of our activities. Of course, we don't change our programming based on these themes. People's needs remain the same, and we respond based on those needs. Rather, we want to give you, our listeners and supporters, different angles from which to understand how and why ADRA does what it does. So last year was all about creating a just world. This year is going to be about acting with compassion. So this is obviously going up on the last day of January, and this will be the only episode for this month. After a whirlwind of a year last year, uh, we needed to take some time to regroup and reevaluate how we want to approach this podcast. You're going to hear some changes. In fact, you already have if you've made it this far into the show. Uh, the intro was a bit different than the norm I had established last year, but ultimately our goal is to continue building upon and improving the way this show gives you an inside look at the work of ADRA. As I said before, some changes to the way this is formatted from an audio perspective, just in terms of the structure of the show and what we use for our intro, might change, might stay the same. Feel free to leave us a comment on our socials or on our hosting site, Podbean, or wherever you choose to communicate with us. If you have any thoughts on what you'd like to hear more or less of in this show, we'd be open to that feedback, and I'm, I'm all ears. It's only fair, really, after y'all are listening to me talk, I gotta listen to you talk too, right? Now, while today's episode is going to be a bit of an overview, we do have some exciting stuff on the horizon for you. We recently sat down with our ADRA teams in Syria, Aleppo and Latakia specifically, 
to talk about their ongoing response efforts in their region in the aftermath of last year's earthquake. We are coming up quickly on one year since the Turkey-Syria earthquake, I mean literally February of last year. And while a year may seem like a long time, for most of the people it has been hardly enough time to recover at all. Our teams on the ground in Syria are still in the thick of emergency response. And in this case, there is still a lot to do. But you will be hearing from them very soon, if not the next episode, then in one of the ones immediately after that. In fact, that's one change you can look forward to this season. We are going to be putting more effort into including interview content with interesting partners from around the world to give you closer insights into what work or emergency situations look like on the ground. And with any luck, we will hopefully be connecting with some of the team in Haiti soon and possibly in a number of other recent emergency contexts. And I'm not quite confident enough to announce them all with certainty yet, but it's a heads up for you. A lot is in the works, so be on the lookout for that. Also, because this episode is just a soft reintroduction and a reminder to keep tracking with us, you won't be hearing from Teresa today. However, she remains part of this podcast and you will be hearing from her soon. And I'm also hoping to bring David Schwinghammer, our new philanthropy and marketing director, as well as the owner of one of the coolest last names you'll ever hear, onto the show at least periodically, so you can get to know the man and the mind now at the helm of Adra Canada's marketing and philanthropic efforts. I know all of that is a lot of promising you things about the future rather than delivering them right now, but it's worth saying because once we get into the weeds of what is going on in our world, there's really no slowing down. And on that note... Listeners, supporters, donors, we need you now, possibly more than ever. I just told you that you'll be hearing from the Syria team soon. The reality is that our world is reaching a a boiling point of crises, both natural and man-made, that is almost incomprehensible. Now more than ever, we need people of goodwill and people with open hearts to put compassion into action to address the overwhelming number of crises shaking the entire human family around the globe. This is a new season of this show and a new year, but crisis is no respecter of time. The new year began with a shock for our friends in Madagascar. Cyclone Alvaro struck Morombe on the west side of the island nation on New Year's Day, sweeping across the land with swelling floods before exiting on the east coast. 19 people died in the storm, and over 9,000 were displaced amid massive property damage. Early phases of this response are still ongoing, and yes, I'm saying early, it is a month after the fact, basically. Like, this was New Year's Day, and today is January 31st. But early phases of the response are still ongoing. When when that much damage happens, it's going to take some time. That's what I'm saying. Still, as soon as the crisis struck, ADRA was on the scene conducting needs assessments and interfacing with local authorities and other responders, true to our agency's reputation. The emergency manager was deployed alongside dedicated volunteers. The most vulnerable and worst affected individuals were identified and the National Emergency Management Program, or NEMP, was prepared for activation. This NEMP, once activated, is designed to deliver essential food and wash, remember water, sanitation, and hygiene, kits to those facing the worst effects of the storm. While the situation is ongoing and the Madagascar team is more focused on implementation than reporting right now, you can safely trust that your contributions to ADRA have maintained a well-oiled machine that is currently saving lives. Donors like you equip ADRA with the resources needed to respond quickly. 
And um, longtime donors will be pleased to know that some of the resources left over from the response to 2023's Cyclone Freddy were still available and immediately used in this new crisis in Madagascar. Now, on the very same day that Cyclone Alvaro struck Madagascar, things were shaking up further east. Japan's Noto Peninsula was hit by a 7.6 magnitude earthquake in the afternoon on New Year's Day. Over the course of three days, over 500 aftershocks, some bigger and some smaller, continued to rock the area. Early reports counted about 80 people dead, though the number of missing people had also not yet been accounted for. In total, combining the people who lost their homes to absolute destruction and those who had to evacuate, there is upward of around 100,000 people in the area who were immediately affected by this disaster. As of the reports from earlier this month, about 34,173 people were sheltering in 364 designated evacuation centers in Ishikawa Prefecture and another 355 people in 39 other shelters in Toyama Prefecture. There are also home evacuees who had returned to their homes but have damaged structures, roofs with holes or leakage, non-functional plumbing, that kind of thing, which ultimately prevents them from leading their normal lives even though they are technically back home. While food, water, and portable toilets are already very prominent missing resources, other complicating factors are present. Landslides caused by the earthquake have broken up or blocked off many roads, making the transportation of goods to those in need much more difficult in certain spots. As is our habit, Adra responded quickly and began conducting needs assessments, including in some parts of Toyama Prefecture, where government agencies had not been able to begin assessing things quite as quickly, or at least not as quickly as in Ishikawa Prefecture. The most immediate needs in this case are food, water, clothing, and porta-potties. There is also a great need for technical support in the shelters, including in upholding the needs of the elderly, disabled, and otherwise vulnerable. It was noted, as we've known and as we have discussed before, that in instances like this, in situations like this, it's especially important to be mindful of how people who are already vulnerable in normal circumstances might be further victimized or victimized worse given a calamitous situation. Crisis situations can be particularly dangerous and increase the risk of violence and assault for women, girls, children in general, and basically anyone who was in any way already marginalized. And it was also noted that during the earthquake, there had not been enough support for disabled persons, including a lack of sign language alerts about the impending danger of the earthquake. Elderly people are also highly at risk in such situations and need special attention in order to survive harsher living conditions. In other words, people who were on the fringes of society or who were misunderstood or were in any way disadvantaged or marginalized prior to this are going to have it even worse in a crisis situation. And this is something that we observe pretty much anywhere in like any emergency context. So, in light of all these needs and more, ADRA proposed the following action items in Japan. Acquiring and distributing essential supplies through the Emergency Response Network, supporting local disaster volunteer centers, surveying and supporting regions outside of Ishikawa Prefecture, and implementing PSEAH information programs, that's Protection from Sexual Exploitation, Abuse, and Harassment, among disaster response workers, both ADRA and otherwise, in order to minimize potential harm to and among survivors. Response efforts are ongoing and we are currently waiting for further updates. Stay tuned with us and we will keep you posted when we know more about both Japan and Madagascar's situations. Now, while the last two situations I discussed uh, happened on New Year's Day, there was another situation that had already emerged early 
in Tanzania in December of last year, just before the Christmas holidays. Unusually heavy rainfall gave Tanzania's Hanang district the same amount of water in one day that they might normally get over the course of 40 days of rain. Five local wards and national authorities declared states of emergency, and hundreds of people were displaced and forced to evacuate as just short of 1,000 homes were destroyed or damaged by flash flooding. Reports as of New Year's Eve counted 83 people tragically dead and 117 more hospitalized. A rough total of 5,600 people were affected by the floods, and a staggering 19% of the population in that area had suddenly become homeless. That last figure significantly includes elderly persons. Again, as always, Address Church-Based Network quickly was able to conduct assessments and begin preliminary disaster response while coordinating with local authorities. A big part of the necessary steps in this particular case is the further disaster prevention. Tanzania has a lot of hilly and mountainous regions, and flooding situations like this can leave many areas further vulnerable to unexpected landslides. The risk for these kinds of landslides can be made all the worse by climate-destructive practices such as deforestation. Remember, trees slow down floodwaters and break up the ground in a way that helps absorption. We talked about this, I'm pretty sure, in our Nature episode last year. Preventative environmentally conscious measures can help to alleviate further risk in such situations, which is why climate-smart solutions are a vital consideration in Adra's work and indispensable to seeing compassion in action. In concert with the SDA church in the area, ADRA mobilized a disaster response team, or DRT. They quickly conducted their needs assessment, and the actual response is again ongoing, and we will update you when we have more information on the results of this response. In each of these cases, you can see the value in directing your ADRA donations, to those of you who donate, to wherever needed most. That kind of flexibility is really important for us. Unpredictable situations arise, and we need to be able to direct funding to fit the needs of those emerging situations. When you give to wherever needed most or wherever necessary, you are giving us the power and the flexibility to change with the circumstances, to adapt to the evolving needs of the people we're working with. Finally, and perhaps most distressingly of all, we got reports in from southern Lebanon as political tensions in the Middle East have continued to rise. Since October, amid the tragic loss of Jewish lives in Israel and the senseless and almost incomprehensible death toll among Palestinians, clashes between the Israeli forces and Hezbollah in Lebanon have been escalating. As Lebanon, and Hezbollah more specifically, are used by other political entities in the surrounding regions to fight a proxy war with Israel, more and more Lebanese families are being displaced or otherwise affected by the violence. If the situation in Israel-Palestine were not already bloody and tragic enough, the escalation of violence we are seeing in Lebanon is building on top of an already unmanageable set of circumstances. There was the infamous 2020 Beirut blast, an explosion that had powerful immediate consequences and longer-term effects. The explosion caused a downturn in Lebanon's economy, which was already suffering from the effects of the pandemic at the time. And on top of this, Lebanon was already one of the most significant host countries for refugees, especially those coming from Syria, who have also been under a state of war for well over a decade. Many of these Syrian refugees in Lebanon live in extreme poverty. 
and a new wave of local Lebanese people being displaced by warfare could lead to an increasingly impossible to manage situation within the country. Because this is a disaster in a war zone, the humanitarian needs are even more complicated than in other disasters. So I will save the elaboration for another episode when we can focus just on what's happening in Lebanon. But I want all of these stories to drive home one point in order for us as ADRA to be equipped, prepared, agile, and flexible to meet the evolving needs in all of these cases. We need your support. We need you to spread the word about us, this podcast, our agency, our work, our social media, whatever makes the most sense. And we need you and people like you to donate and to engage with us and to help spread the word about these numerous disaster situations around the world. These are not just global problems. These are not just foreign problems. All of us are connected, and failure to meet the needs of someone on the other side of the planet today will inevitably come back to haunt us tomorrow. It may sound crazy, maybe superstitious, but it is so far from that. We truly are all connected. The instability in the climate that is leading to extreme flooding in Tanzania is likely the same instability that caused wildfires across much of Canada last year. And if you recall the 2011 earthquake that hit Japan, the changes in the tides in the Pacific Ocean caused by that quake and the ensuing tsunami had extremely far-reaching consequences to the extent that one person, again in 2011, on the west coast of the United States actually died during what should have been a normal day at the beach. A particularly strong wave that happened to be a result of the Japan tsunami dragged an American man out from the shore of California. Our world is a connected world. We cannot ignore the things happening around us. We cannot afford to turn a blind eye to the way that people are suffering. And we can't pretend that what affects one of us doesn't somehow affect the rest of us. It is a burdensome thing to think about. I find myself facing this question very often as I read these stories and I read these reports. You'll remember even our previous episode, the last episode of 2023, I was really wrestling with this. What do you do in the face of so much human suffering? And the ADRA-shaped response, as always, is to serve humanity so all may live as God intended. And we believe that if you are tracking with us, if you are engaging with us, if you are supporting us, You are the kind of person that we want to have on board. You are the kind of person who wants to be part of a solution. You are the kind of person who wants to see a difference made in the lives of people. We thank you for that enthusiasm, for that contribution, and for that willingness to come along for this uh, sometimes messy and discouraging ride. We do it because we believe that helping people is worth it. That's where I'm going to end this episode. It's a lot of information, I know. and. If anything, I hope you can see that uh, the new year (laughs) dropped a lot on us already. And it's still just January, probably February by the time y'all are listening to this. But yeah, that's how it goes. That's how it's going to keep going till the Lord comes. But we move, we press on, and we do what we got to do because we care. Anyways, I'm Max, your producer, and we will talk to you next time on the Adra Insider Podcast. Y'all take care of yourselves.